everybody. Welcome to One More Round with Josh Norris. I'm excited today to have my good friend, Corey Krebs. Um, Corey is a senior uh, loan officer. He's got tons of experience, but just to give you a background, uh, he graduated from the University of Louisville in 2003. Uh, after graduating with a degree in finance, spent two years managing nightclubs and restaurants in Louisville before getting into the mortgage industry. In his almost 20 years experience, he has helped thousands of clients purchase their dream homes and use their equity to save thousands of dollars a month and pay off their home entirely well ahead of schedule. He moved to Arizona from Kentucky in December 2017. An avid golfer and a loving father, he is proud to make Arizona his home. Welcome, Corey. Thank you very much. Yeah, Happy man. to be here. Thanks yeah. for having me. Glad to have you. And, and uh, I didn't mention there, you were the current Albatross champion in our golf league. That is so true. So happy to have that title. Yeah, and, and I don't know if you'll be able to play in July to defend. Well, I'm going to try. Otherwise, somebody else going <laughs> to get scratched. Yeah, looking at yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. the most guy, games on there. Guy who hasn't actually played in two months, right? <laughs> well, I haven't either. It's been too darn hot, so. <laughs> awesome, man. Well, uh, I thought this would be a really good podcast to have you on because we're in a very uh, timely situation right now in the housing market. It's changing uh, the real estate side, the actual loans and interest rates and all this stuff. And I thought it'd be good to give people some clarity. Yeah. Like right now we're in June of 2022. What's it like? What to expect? And you know how eventually you could help them. So before we get into all that stuff, how did you get into uh, mortgages? Like, what was your calling there? I, honestly, it was kind of by, by dumb luck. Um, graduated college, uh, had a degree in finance and business, and didn't really know what I wanted to do with it. It was uh, it was mainly in, in accounting, but that just seemed, you know, no offense to accountants, it just seemed so mundane and monotonous and just the same, you know, same books every day. I wanted something different. Uh, I grew up being a golfer and, you know, everybody's golf swing is different. So I went into um, buying my first house. And when I did, it made me realize how many things were so different for my situation that would have been from somebody else's, just like a golf swing, how it's always different. It's, it's new every time. And I really enjoyed that aspect of it to where I get to learn something new from new person, a new client every time. You know, it's, it's every, every, you know, every one of that was, it, I realized it would have been a puzzle every time and it would have been something for me to do. And, uh, it's, it's exciting. So when I bought my first house, that's what made me finally realize I like this process and I like this, um, industry. I like how this worked. Um, but after college I was in uh, restaurant management and I had a, a group that came in and they would come in every week, every Friday at five o'clock sometimes four o'clock, three o'clock, they'd come in, they're well, all cutting hour. it up, you have a happy, uh, hitting that happy hour, laughing it up, and you know, there was a nice group of guys, so I got to know them as I was managing the bar, and got to talking to them more and more, and he told me what they did, they were in the mortgage finance business, and it was like, hey, I just remember when I just bought my first house, how cool that was, can I meet with you and talk with you and find out more about it? So I went into the office and sat with them, and they said, dude, you need to do this. You have to do this. He goes, you're going to be on my team. You're starting next week. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I'm, I don't know if I'm ready for it, but it, you know, it's an aggressive industry. And they saw that I appreciated it, that I understood it, and that it, it was a fit for me. And they really pushed me to, to get in. So I did in uh, 2005. Awesome. Yeah, and, and uh, it's funny you bring it up. I never thought about it, but it, loans are like a puzzle. Mm -hmm. You do have to put them together uh, with the right pieces in the right place. And that puzzle is going to look different from each person in their situation absolutely that portion's got to be fun if you like to solve problems yes right? love to yeah yeah if you don't like to solve problems 
Probably not your <laughs> No, and that's what uh, I, you know. I kept referring that to the to, to the golf swing because during that crash, I actually got out of the industry for a few years <laughs> and became a PGA professional. And I was teaching and helping people, and it's, I realized how much the golf swing truly, really was like a, a mortgage loan or a, an application. It's always going to be different from person to person to person. <laughs> so then I had my daughter and couldn't live on the golf course every day, so I had to get back into the real world and went back into finances and it just it just made me want to get back into that. Mm -hmm. So it's always been something I've always appreciated and enjoyed and, and wanted to do. So my, my life always took me back to it. Awesome. Well, I, I met you when you came out here to Arizona. Um, you're cousins with uh, very good friends of mine mm -hmm. and you come come out here actually to work for, for Johnny. Yep. And uh, as we got to know each other, I'm like, yeah, I had gotten to know a lot of loan officers <laughs> during that period of time. That's true. And you were one of the, the sharpest. I'm like, cool. And you were successful in a, a, if I remember correctly, you were in a broker situation before. I was, yeah. I yep. was um, I was with a broker in Louisville, Kentucky, and came out here for a wedding in June of 2017. Mm -hmm. And that's where Johnny and I got together, you know, at the wedding, drinking, having fun. And like, dude, you should so move out here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, whatever, whatever. And, well, months later, recruitment, 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 and then signed the dotted line. One, but you came over here in a not broker uh, situation, mm -hmm. and you thrived. And I believe it was Academy at the time, mm -hmm. and now uh, you're at Security National Mortgage Company. Mm -hmm. uh, what was it? Do you think you were able to, especially coming in not knowing anybody mm -hmm. other than you know relatives? How were you able to kind of come into this market and be successful? It was more about the relations and, and relationships that I knew other people had that I could tap into and meet and and grow from there so you know just simple introductions and then a follow-up and a phone call and say hey let's go out to lunch dinner you know you get to know me you'll get to like me mm -hmm. and you'll get to understand that i'm knowledgeable in what i do i'm good at what i do and you can and i'm reliable mm -hmm. so it was just building those relationships slowly and, and surely and plus i had a large database from where i came and i kept my licenses in you know kentucky indiana georgia uh, kept those licenses so i still have that client base that i worked with back then those agents i worked with back then um and then rekindling some of those now uh, to grow even more. So awesome! Yeah. Cool. Well, let's get into it. let's get into the state of 2022 in <sighs> June. Where we're at, and a lot of changes. Uh, so, is the housing market strong right now? The housing market is strong. It okay. is extremely strong. It's stronger than it ever has been. I mean, you see houses appreciating like crazy, and we don't really see that. You know, everybody talks about that drop off. When are they going to drop? I'll wait till houses yeah. drop. <laughs> with as much demand that's out there and as little supply that's out there, we just don't see that changing. We don't. Um, for instance, you look at uh, people from California that are moving out here. This is the biggest correlation that I see is all these cash offers, especially for here in Arizona, all these cash offers that people are getting, they're selling their house for 500,000, but yet somebody's coming in and offering 550,000, 575,000 for that house. Well, that person is moving from California where they sold their 1,000 square foot home for $2 million. Mm -hmm. And then they're going to buy 400,000 or 4,000 square foot house out here for, you know, 600,000. Mm -hmm. Like, well, yeah, I've got million dollars left over from the equity I've earned that I can add as a cash value. Yeah, no appraisal, no inspection. I'll take it because I don't want to go rent because it's super darn high. Mm -hmm. Well, as long as that continues to happen, the home prices are going to continue to increase. As long as the home prices continue to increase, there's no point in it decreasing. Mm -hmm. So at first, what's gonna happen, have to happen is a plateau where it levels off to where things start to just get reined in. And after inflation is over with, and as a recession starts to hit, that's where that would happen. Home prices stay extremely strong in recession periods. 
So there's no reason to say as we're coming out of an inflation period and heading toward a recession period, there's no reason to say that home prices would decrease because it's, it's historically doesn't happen. Which is huge. Yeah. And I mean, we had a problem out here for a long time where our inventory was so low mm-hmm. that, yeah, you had bidding wars oh, yeah. on every single property out here. Are we starting to see that taper a little bit? A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> You're not having 30 offers the first day that the house is listed. No, now you may have 10. Mm-hmm. So we are seeing it slow down. The inventory is is creeping back up. You have a lot of people that are selling houses that they bought at the beginning of this period because they could see that track of inflation and appreciation in houses. So they're buying it at one point and then six months later reselling it without doing anything to it. Mm-hmm. These are just investors that come in that have the money and they know how the market works. Right. So. But with standard, um, you know, we're not seeing them do that as much as prices continue to increase. They're slowing down how much they're purchasing as an investment. Still have plenty of people buying them as investments, turning them to Airbnbs and, um, you know, vacation homes. It's, it's, it's still, you're going to get your money back, whatever you put into it, because of the appreciation rate. But for regular home buyers, <coughs> we are seeing it kind of die off a little bit to where it's more competitive now. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, for instance, I had a client uh, last week. He's been shopping for two months. Uh, prices keep going up, going up, going up. Keep revising the prequal. He knows what he's approved for. He puts in an offer for a house at six hundred thousand, or that's listed at six hundred thousand. He offers six ten. They're like, yeah, sure, well, of course. It, it easily appraises at six ten. So people, some people don't even realize how much equity they have in their house right now mm-hmm. as well. I mean, over the last what? Uh, over the last few years, we've had an appreciation of 30, no, last year, we've had an appreciation of 35% in the home value. And I bought a house in 2020, right before COVID. My house has doubled in value. It's, 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 it's unprecedented. And then with the increase of that, plus the increase of rates, it's just, it's, it's been a tough time. It really has for a lot of people. So, I mean, do you think a recession is looming right now with all of the uh, raised rates and obviously the devaluation of our dollar and all that kind of stuff. Oh yeah, including with gas prices and yeah. lumber prices and, and there's and it's across the board. So it's not just in the in the housing industry, um, but yeah, even even our uh, uh, Federal Reserve Chairman uh, Powell he even said a recession is looming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Those guys don't say that unless they are confident. Very calculated in their words. Exactly. Yeah. Even though they were, you know, they they've been wrong over the last. <laughs> six, seven months on how to deal with the, the rate of inflation. I mean, mm-hmm. it's one of the largest, it's the largest rate of inflation we've seen since early 80s. I mean, yeah. we're at 5%. Back then it was at 7%. You know, and you can see the correlation of interest rates over that time as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, you're still asking about, you know, the housing is, is housing is, is, it's still low. Mm-hmm. Very, very low. I mean, for new construction builds, we used to have, um, about a seven-month reserve, and this is this is including houses that were done, ready to move in. Mm-hmm. We had seven months of reserves lined up. Right now, we have less than one month. Wow. So when they say we have two months reserves, it's like we well, are not looking at the right numbers. You're all looking at how many new constructions there are out there, which includes you know uh, vacant land, uh, all these other you know houses that don't even have permits on it yet, just the studs. Mm-hmm. They're inc- they're including that. If you want to look at the real numbers, look at the numbers of what is done and ready to move into, because that's what people care about and that's what they need right now. Yep, absolutely. And then new construction, I think, can really help save and, content- and thrive right now because you know there are so many people looking 
and still moving here and wanting to Oh, absolutely. I mean, right now, and I think in, in around the nation, we have 400,000 houses available to be ready to move into, you know, that don't have a contract on them, that, you know, that, uh, you know, they're just sitting there ready to be, ready to accept an offer. Mm-hmm. Well, we have, have 1.4 million buyers out there. <laughs> so we're short about a million houses in inventory. And that doesn't even include all the people who are trying to get out of rent right. to get in to buy. It's just, I mean, these are people who are pre-qualified that just already know what they're needing. Mm-hmm. 1.4, they're all going for 400,000 houses that are out there on the market. Wow. It's insane. Yeah. It's, a, it's an interesting time. And mm-hmm. we, so, and we've seen the, obviously the, uh, the rates for loans mm-hmm. go up yeah. significantly Very significant. over the last to 18 months mm-hmm. and we saw just a recent bump that again they're significant are we gonna you you think and i know you don't have the crystal ball <laughs> if you do share it with me but um do you think that's going to continue to increase the rates go up or will we see a decrease at some point with all the news that's out there i could say i don't know, <laughs> I don't know. because they're saying that there may be another rate hike coming now when the fed increases the rate that's not the mortgage interest rates. That's the Federal Reserve rate on which they, you know, which banks borrow money and loan money to large companies. So when they borrow, when they, when they increase the Federal Reserve rate, interest rates do not directly correlate, but they can. Um, actually, every time there's a rate hike, historically, we see rates decrease. So we just had two large rate hikes the last two months, 50 basis points and 75 basis points. So. Our rate, the Federal Reserve has increased their rate by 1.25% up to a total of 3.375% in just the last couple months. Well, the last time in inflation that this happened, you see uh, in 1980, they had the inflation rate go from 7% to 14%. Well, interest rates went from 12% to 18%. Mm-hmm. So what they did is they didn't, didn't through the recession, they kind of countered that, which is what we're looming at, what we're heading to toward right now is another recession. And then the interest rates in 2000 or 1980 went from 18 to 12%. And they're thinking this is going to happen again to where it's going to drop back down. Is it going to go back down to three and a half, three? Hard to right. say, but we do, we do th- historically when that happens, there is a, a rate reduction that happens after that. So in the eighties, the, the rates, we're going up the federal interest rates, right? But the actual uh, loan rates were going down. Well, they both went, they, through the inflation, they both went up. Mm-hmm. But then they took, they took measures to, to fix the, the inflation and start the recession. And that's where mortgage rates came down. And then the Federal Reserve came down as well with Got that. It. So it's more like, you know, you know, the rates are going up, then the, the, uh, the Fed Reserve goes up. And then once the Federal Reserve goes down, then that's when the, the rates go back down with it. Okay. So they don't necessarily follow. It doesn't follow the Fed rate. It, it's just it's, it's just it's just that roller coaster right. ride that it's always taken. Yeah, and no, it will I, forever take. Makes sense. So there's always these corrections that the government can make to mm-hmm. make sure that they can pull us out of a recession, for example. Yes. And some of those things are like you know, reducing mortgage rates. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then selling off mortgage-backed securities, which they're really doing right now, and they've started doing this in 2008 to correct the housing crash that happened, mm-hmm. and that's their quantitative easing. So typically, they're buying about $120 billion worth of mortgage-backed securities every month, and that's what keeps mortgage rates low. Well, lately, they've been needing more money, you know, opening up the, the trade lines again, and uh, probably, you know, maybe a stimulus 
coming up, who knows, but they need to get that money somewhere. Mm -hmm. So through their quantitative easing, what they do is they reduce the amount of mortgage-backed securities they purchase every month. And this year, they've done it by $15 billion a month. Wow. So they're going to save $15, $15 billion a month uh, and use that elsewhere to help stimulate the economy. And that's what may help start the recession. Wow. So, and not to jump completely uh, subjects on this, but kind of correlates. We're, we're seeing lack of inventory, so we've seen rentals going mm -hmm. uh, and the rental rates. Uh, what would you say to somebody that is trying to get into their first home that's renting and they're paying, you know, basically double what they would have five years ago yep. in the same place? Mm -hmm. how, can they, how can they get their first uh, home? Uh, what are some, like, you know, keys, tips, tools? to make sure that they are putting themselves in a good position. Let's talk about like a 25 to 30 year old person. Know where you are right now. Mm -hmm. Know why you're not buying right now. Because if you know why you're not buying, you know what you can change to make it possible to buy. And what we're looking at with the rentals is even today's, if you buy a house with an FHA, three and a half percent down, you still have mortgage insurance, that mortgage payment, even though you're putting very little money down, that mortgage payment will typically, with taxes, insurance, mortgage insurance, be less than what you would pay for rent. Mm -hmm. So you're not just only throwing money away, you're paying another person's house off mm -hmm. for them while helping them make a ton of money. What we're seeing is that the mortgage payment would be less than uh, a rent, but People don't know that. Mm -hmm. And there's still clients out there that think you still have to put 20% down. Oh, God, no. There's so many myths that are still out there that people aren't aware of. It's just know where you are right now. Talk to a professional and they'll tell you where you are right now, or they should tell you where you are right now, why they can't help you right now, and what you need to do so we can help you and win. And that's the consultative approach you guys take. Yes. I, I know. When I got my loan, it was actually with Johnny mm -hmm. um, and it's exactly what you said. We sat down, boom, here's all my stuff that they needed. Here's where you're at, you know, good, bad, or indifferent. Cool, here's what we need yeah. to do if we want to make this work. <laughs> and then you, you move forward. So that's a very pragmatic yeah. advice, I like that. Thank you, yeah, and it's, it's one of those, it's like mortgage professionals are not salesmen anymore. Right. Saleswomen anymore, they're not. It's just, here's the facts. These are the federal guidelines we have to follow in order to give you $600,000. Mm -hmm. This is not me being difficult. This is not my underwriter being picky. This is what the federal government, I mean, a lot, some companies will have overlays. Say on top of this, we need this, this, and this. Mm -hmm. We don't. It's, if it's what the, the automated underwriting system says, hey, we only need one year tax returns. Great, I just need one year tax returns. Oh, we got it. All right, your proof done. Yeah. It's, just, it's, not, it's not selling, it's just, just facts. Right. You can find out what interest rates are by just Googling. I mean, mm -hmm. it's not, not difficult. So, you know, it, it's, it's just having that knowledge, the experience, and the ability and desire to help somebody get into a home. Mm -hmm. Because right now is, is still one of the best times to do it. You know, we don't have interest rates of 18% like we did, you know, 40 years ago. Right. They're not going to get much more than six where they are now. The national average, I think it's 5.9. Mm -hmm. So it's not, it, it can't get much higher. Mm -hmm. <laughs> With everything else going on in the world, it can't. And that's why they're already seeing and, and alluding to a recession. Awesome. So, so we're looking at it. You think housing is going to remain strong because the inventory levels are still lower? They're catching the up. Still high. Yeah. Um, we have people moving here like crazy. <laughs> I can see why. It's beautiful. I'm yeah. glad I did. Awesome. Um, what uh, What else should people be thinking about if they've got a little extra money? 
uh, right now. But let's say they wanted to get a second property. Like, what does that look like? That's something you can help with. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that's something we would look at the finances and their finances. Put the you know, put the pieces of the puzzle together to make a picture mm-hmm. is what I want to do for them. It's like, here's what your payment would be. Here's what rent is going for in this area. Here's how much we have to put down since it's within 100 miles. We have to do it as an investment property. It can't be a second home at that point. Um, you know, just all those those key points that you have to look at and know the difference and know how to guide that person to make that decision. It's like, again, I'm just going to give you facts. Here's what the mortgage payment would be on it. Is that something you could could swing? Yeah, I can. Okay, well, your rent would be this much if you charged rent on it. Mm-hmm. You know, if you did it as an Airbnb, you know, I got programs that'll show you what the uh, Airbnb prices are in the area, uh, what the average price is, what you could get for your property. Uh, and it's just all that, that information to, to help them make the sound decision. I, I'm not going to make a decision for you. Right. I'm not going to push someone to say, oh, you should buy this house at 800000 Well, I only want my payment to be 2000 a month. Oh, you'll be fine. No. <laughs> you make that extra exactly. bucks up. Yeah, it's just, if I could have pushed on you, it's like, yeah. here's what you wanted from our initial conversation and interview and application, and here's how I can deliver that. Here's what this would look like. Here's what the payment would look like. Here's how much money we have to put down. Is that something you're comfortable with? And then let them make that decision. Okay, awesome. Yeah, it seems right now to where anytime there's a recession coming up and anytime probably a terrible way to say it, but I heard it on a movie once, you know, blood in the street, so to speak, yeah. you know, yeah. buy property. Yep. Well, it just seems like, like now in the next, you know, before coming year, two, three years, that'd be a really good time for people to have a little bit of money to invest. So I think it is. Something I, to I think about. Yeah. I mean, again, we got, you know, got all these investors and, um, um, internet lend or internet buyers like, um, uh, open door and mm-hmm. offer pad. I mean, they're buying these homes and they're turning around and selling them six months later for a profit. So if they're going to turn around and sell it for a profit, guess what? If you buy that house, you just got yourself a bonus. Mm-hmm. You just made that money. You know, I mean, the average person over the last year has earned $60,000 in equity. Mm-hmm. Wow. In the U.S., that's the U.S. average. That 33% I was yeah. telling, 35% I was telling you earlier, yeah. that equates to $61,000 a year that people have earned from their equity on average in the last 12 months. Wow, amazing. Awesome. Well, if somebody's looking to uh, get pre-qualified, like how can they reach out to you and, and work with you? Easiest way is my cell phone. It's always on me. It's, uh, it's still a 502 area code from Kentucky, mm-hmm. <laughs> but so many contacts and friends and family. It was like, man, just a number. Mm-hmm. But uh, I do live in Gilbert. Um, but uh, yeah, you can reach me at 502-640-2115. Awesome. Or Facebook, Corey Krebs. All right. Well, guys, look them up. This is awesome. Uh, thanks for giving us the state of the union and what's going on right now. <laughs> Appreciate it. Uh, I know you guys got a lot out of this. If you guys have any specific questions, feel free to reach out to Corey directly, whether it's to get into your own home, get a loan, all that uh, he can help with. But if you have other questions about investing, he's a wealth of knowledge as well. So uh, make sure to subscribe to our channel, You know, like this, leave a comment. We appreciate you. We'll see you next time.